Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. You're listening to Liaison Radio on the TalkShoe Network at TalkShoe.com. Call ID 114-689-POUNDS. I am your host, Chrissy residing in New Orleans, and I'm with my co-host, Celia. Hi, y'all. I'm in Tennessee, enjoying this nice weather that we have. Y'all. I got to throw the y'all in there, you know. I love, I love saying it now that I'm like a southerner. Y'all. Y'all. So uh, we are going to cover quite a few topics, uh, but before we get to daytime education days, do a few announcements. First off, uh, I just want to say a quick shout out and congrats to our fellow soap fan blogger, radio host Can- Candace Mack, who you may know as Candy Pooh on Twitter, or at CandyMac82 on Instagram, or as one of the many hosts of Snow Party 411. She is going to be a writer on a soap opera podcast called Forever in a Day with JLJ Media, which you know is James Watt Jr. Media, one of his, his uh, company endeavors in association with Hutchinson Mac Productions. I am so happy for her. Like, I'm so proud of her. She's going to be a writer with Casey Hutchins, and she's involved in this new soap they're doing, uh, this podcast. So if you follow, you can follow them at, um, it's at, all in a day, hashtag F-A-A-D. They haven't listed where it's going to be yet, I don't believe. But it's created by Casey Hutchinson and written by Casey and Candace and then executive producer James Law Jr. Very exciting. So exciting. I'm so proud of our girl. So congratulations, Miss Candace. Yes, congratulations. So you can follow Forever and a Day at S A A D podcast on Twitter. They will post the latest updates on there. And apparently, um, I think Tony from Mission Days is going to be on it. So it's exciting because I know he uh, was looking for another soap gig, and Dave needs needs to hire him back. But until that happens, you got this for every day. I'm excited. So I will have to uh, follow along, and I encourage all of you to follow them on Twitter as well. And uh, We will find out all the latest updates. Okay. Okay. Next announcement is my girls at Liaisonites, I think it's called, 
I can't even press box today. Lee's and I's gathering board. They're having their 17th anniversary this week. And you can join Liaisonites Gathering at liaisonitesgathering.online. That's L-I-A-S-O-N-I-T-E-S gathering.online. There also is a link that's been posted on um, my Twitter. I've tweeted at them. I think it's at LG. They're at LG3Tweets2. You can find the link in the link the link in the bio of LG3 tweets 2 and 3 and 2 is the number. So LG number 3 tweets and then the number 2. And you will find the link there. And that is where I posted. I posted recently as part of the Fanfic Blitz Week. I want to post more, but it just didn't happen this week. So you got two, and I this was not expected from me at all. I didn't expect this from myself. I told Celia before we started recording this. I had two ideas, liaison ideas, based off prompts that I was sent by Sonia on the board because I'm going through all of these old clips for all of these 2006 Kisses videos and 2007 Kisses. So I had these ideas already kind of circling around in my head from all the Kisses videos I've been doing. And it ended up like, I, I went in writing thinking, okay, I'm just going to write a couple fluff pieces. But Lord Jesus, please forgive me because I wrote smut fic for them, like two smut fics. And that was not planned, okay? I did not plan on that. It just came out. I just started typing, and it just happened. So you guys enjoy because that did not, I, I did not expect that. So I encourage you, I'll probably post them on archive of our own at some point. But for the meantime, they are on the Liaison Ice Gathering board. And, and uh, I think you have to have at least 25 posts plus now because I think they had it open to everybody for this week, but that might be closing. So you might want to, like, join and post like crazy if you want to see my, my fanfic, unless you're already part of the board, which is awesome. But the fanfics are a shower, a shower big enough for two, which refers to the 2007 shower scene in the safe house that we should have gotten. And then number two is based off um, what I think should have happened after the first kiss in 2002. And Elizabeth gives him the wind. So it's out there. I mean, I didn't know I had it in me, y'all. <laughs> it's out there. And then I finished the 2008 to 2012 kisses video today. It's still processing 99% on YouTube. I might have to start over again to get it to post. I don't know why, but they're saying the standard definition version of my video needs to finish processing before my video is public on YouTube. I think it's crazy. It's literally been at 99% now for like half an hour. And I'm like, what's up? And I check my page. It's still not up. I don't know what's going on. YouTube is being a pain. So it'll be up. I'm going to try to get it up before midnight tonight, but we'll, we'll see because I'm probably going to work on it until it's up because I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight until it's on the Internet. <laughs> it's over 10 minutes long, so I worked, I worked on it, and um, you guys will want to uh, grab your tissues because 
when I was editing it, I was like, oh, this is going to make people cry. So um, have the tissues ready when it is up, but it's to the song of Last Kiss and Unchained Melody, the orchestra instrumental version from the Ghost movie, because I thought that was a really good version. <laughs> It'll be up eventually. Okay, and then my last announcement, I promise. I know I've been going on. You people are like, when are you going to get to uh, the discussion? Um, but for those of you who are original fans of the show Roswell, Celia, do you remember the show Roswell? Like, not the real Yes. Okay. Yes. So you probably saw this already. But I created an Instagram because, you know, I'm always creating stuff. I'm a creative person, which makes me think I have another announcement after this. But uh, I created this Instagram called Roswell Virtual Party. So it's at Instagram.com slash Roswell Virtual Party. You can follow me there. And I've created this way for everybody from all around the world, all the Roswell fans to come together over um, IG Live. And we are doing Roswell rewatch parties, which we started last Saturday with the pilot. And so tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern, we're going to watch The Morning After, which is the second episode of the series. So you guys queue up your own, like your Hulu, your DVDs, or whatever you watch Roswell on. So we're going to rewatch it. Me and my, my, my new friend Sophie from Australia, we rewatch it on IG Live. And then you just follow along with us, and we tell you when to pause because we do have to pause for commercials for Hulu people who have the Hulu one with commercials. And uh, we're doing lots of cool things on there. Uh, I've talked about the original music on there. I've talked about um, the books. I post all kinds of like Roswell things. I posted my videos on there. I post other people's videos. I post. I've gotten um, some great support from Crashdown.com, which has been like the Roswell fan site since like day one. So it's really cool. I just encourage you to follow me on it. I'm actually putting my face out into the world. So it's kind of like a big deal for me because I would not have done this like 10 years ago if you had told me I would have been like crazy and putting my face out on the internet. But I've become more comfortable with this. And I'm excited because there's still a very active Roswell fandom out there that I didn't really know existed until recently. But I think because of the reboot, it's like even more prevalent that they're out there. And of course, Mahandra and Brendan from the show were doing their own Roswell rewatch series for a little bit, which is really cool. So just wanted to shout that out. Oh, and then um, Jen Lilly, this is like her last few days doing this contest, which I actually entered. Jenilee's doing, you probably heard, and if you have not heard, like, I'm surprised, but you have two more days for the Voices I'd Give contest at um, Orbit with three eyes, orbit.com slash Voices I'd Give. You can be, if you're an actress, singer, dancer, any unique or hidden talent, which is everybody, I would think. That's what she says. I think everybody should have a unique or hidden talent, right? So that or um, you're a big Hallmark fan, which should be a lot of you out there. I mean, there's a lot of Hallmark fans. Um, I was going to enter for the Hallmark fan thing because I really like the prize, but then I was like, there's someone out there that is a way bigger Hallmark fan than I am that watches, like, all the Hallmark films. I'm not one of those people. I watch kind of all of Jen Lily's Hallmark films. I watch a few other ones, but not as much as other people. So I entered for the unique 
talent, which I put in, I basically did a video of me talking about all of my talent in referencing where you can like watch my videos and referencing all the stuff. So I will post a link June 1st where you guys can vote. It would be awesome if you voted for me because everyone gets one free vote and then after that you can pay a dollar for a vote or you can pay like $10 and get Jen Lilly's album, $25 I think you get an autographed album, and then I think 100 it's like an autographed album and one of her like merchandise items from her new her new album that that's coming out. So it's exciting. Just want to put it out there that you guys know. So that's it. We're going to get to uh, discussing the daytime Emmys. All right, so as you guys may know, the Daytime 47th Emmys were announced last week. And CBS is going to air the Daytime Emmys this year, which is awesome because in recent years, they have not been broadcasted on network television. So that's cool. We're going to go to the nominees list, kind of let you know our thoughts, but it's going to be June 26th at 7 Central on CBS. 47th annual daytime Emmys. Celia, are you there? You ready? Uh, I am. Okay. Okay, I'm going to have to go to another website. But just to give you kind of um, an idea of nominations, General Hospital is actually leading with nominations, with 23 nominations, closely followed by Days of Our Lives with 22 nominations, The Young and the Restless with 21 nominations, and Bold and the Beautiful with 13 nominations. And then we have, I think, Eastsiders and Ghost Rider, which I think are other webisodes or soap opera type shows. And they have eight nominations. Oh, and then the Babe series is seven. Dark Web, which I'm not sure if that's soap. I know there's other webisodes out there that are like soap-like, so please don't don't kill me because I don't follow all of them. So I'm sorry, I just know of a few. And uh, yeah, but we're basically going to cover the four main main um, shows. Okay. I'm getting to the nominees list. Should I have this more prepped? Oh, I think I've got a full nominee PDF. There is a PDF. So this was on the talk, I think, last week, and then tweeted out. Oh, wow, they really broke break it down on this PDF by, like, um, network and everything, which is cool. So for Outstanding Drama Series, obviously the main four, The Bullet, Days of Our Lives, General Hospital, and The Young and the Restless. So that was, you know, a given. So the only four remaining network. 
soap operas on the air, as we know. And then for uh, here we go, Outstanding Digital Drama Series, After Forever by Am on Amazon Prime Video, The Bay of the Series on Amazon Prime Video, Dark Web on Amazon Prime Video, Eastsiders on Netflix, Studio City on Amazon Prime Video. Okay, that's for digital drama. So those are all the soap opera digital dramas. But I'm, I'm not as familiar with all of them, but they're on there. Okay, and then I'm going to go down to where we get into the nitty-gritty of the actual actresses and actors. PDF is 83 pages long, y'all. Okay. Here we go. Outstanding performance by a lead actress in a drama series. Vanilla Hughes is Anna Devane from General Hospital. Katherine Kelly Lang is Brooke Logan from The Bold and the Beautiful. Heather Tom is Katie Logan from The Bold and the Beautiful. Maura West is Ava Jerome from is Ava Jerome from General Hospital. And Ileana Zucker is Nicole Walker from Days of Our Lives. So that's five. First of all, I'm going to tell you who got robbed because like, I'm mad. Um, so obviously, my girl, uh, Camila Benus got robbed. Like, hello, where is she on this list? Um, I thought she put in some really good performances last year, so I don't know what the hell's wrong with the Daytime Emmys board for not voting her in. But uh, yeah, ball dropped big time because uh, if it was in my power and all the other fans who were fans of her, she would have had like at least two or three daytime Emmy by now. Like probably more than that. I'd give her a dozen if I could, okay? So that's how much I love her. And then of course I love Rebecca Hertz as Elizabeth Weber, but she's kind of stuck in a pairing that at least I feel like half the fans are not half the general hospital fans are not a huge fan of. So she's kind of stuck in a corner there. It's not like they give her, like, hardly any material. So I understand that. Plus, she, she might not have even submitted. But, like, Camila Benus, come on. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> she should have been on this, this list, and she should have won. That's my opinion uh, on that. So, yeah. Celia, what do you think? Any actors that you think should have been on the list? No. Um, would Camilla be leading or would she be supporting, though? I think she would have been leading because, yeah. Let True. I'm pretty sure. The supporting actress, she's not a supporting actress either, so... I mean, the ones who are supporting, they're kind of like, well, they're main characters on the supporting list. But no, she wasn't on yeah. the supporting actress list. She wasn't on the lead actress list. So for those two lists alone, like ball dropped, kind of amazing. It's, on, it's just unfortunate. Like, 
I just feel like they keep like ignoring her talent. Like every year that she submits, I'm really annoyed by it. Is a big fan of her. Christy. Candace hmm. is on the line. Candace is on the line. Oh shoot! Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm glad she's here. My girl Candace. Hi everybody. <laughs> We we just shouted you out earlier. You were the first announcement we made. So congratulations, girl. Thank you. That's Thank awesome. you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Just remember just remember us small people when you get get, get famous. Can't forget me in your daytime Emmy speech when that happens, okay? Like don't forget about us little people down here. I won't forget you guys. What's your name again? <laughs> oh God! But thank you, thank you so I'm much. I'm expecting you on this list for digital drama, you know, in the next year or two. <laughs> you know, they, I'm I'm not even gonna say this because I'm still kind of in the. I've been telling everybody this. I'm still in kind of a, in a state of. Um, I don't really believe this is really happening. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I know, like, trust me, for those who are, like, really, I am. I know it's happening. Trust me. I know it is. But it's just, like, I think when we put out the first episode, which is going to be in August, I think that's when it's going to finally hit me that this product, this this brand is going to be available for all you guys to listen to because it's not a visual. It's a, you know, it's an audio soap opera. You want to throw back yeah. to the old days with new technology. So yeah, I'm excited, and and we have some some news coming up soon. So yeah, but yeah, I, I just it's just it's just weird. It's like okay. <laughs> I mean, I've been saying it. We've been saying it on the show every time we talk about stuff, and you're like, yeah, I have a storyline for this. This is how this should have went down. And I'm like, this all should be on. Yeah in the writer's chair somewhere, like... I, I know, now I now really put my foot in my mouth, because, because it's, it's, and I mean, it's, 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 like I said, it's weird, because now all of these ideas I'm putting into this show, and with these characters, and we hope that you guys do enjoy them, it's diverse, it's, it's, it's a character for everybody's liking. So, yeah. I hope you got yes. like a little fire like Gabby, you know, on there. Like, yeah, little, we have. I mean, here I will say this: the the women of Forever in a Day are representations of women, and I'm not saying that you know the women on soaps aren't, but they're more. Like I said, they're more diverse in the sense of thinking and the way they do things. Yeah, we have a vixen. Yeah, we have, you know, wild child. <laughs> you know, we have we have a little bit of everything like the soap protocol. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. I can't wait. <laughs> like, I really can't wait. <laughs> I'm I'm really happy for you, girl. I'm 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 low key a little jealous, but like I'm really happy for you. Well, I would hit writer's block really quickly. Like, I would hit writer's block in, like, two seconds. Like, I have to push through that all the time. 
I mean, this is how I, 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 I say this, is that, you know, unfortunately, we, nobody was prepared for all of this that is going on with the COVA and, you know, now, sadly, with the riots, because there is some riots happening now. But this is the perfect time. I always say this. If you're a creative person, this is the time to really put all your energy in that, like reawaken your creative self, because... That is the best outlet right now is, and I mean, you're seeing yeah. it all over, is how people are, are just becoming more and more creative of, you know, you know, using Zoom as TV shows, you know, like Parks and Rec and All Rise just did it. Um, there's uh, Quarantine, which is a, a, web, uh, a Zoom web show about a soap opera that has to do Zoom. And, you know, the reality is they might have to do that soon. I don't know. But, you know, you have, like, Nancy Lee Gron, you have, you know, all of these soap interviews that's happening, these reunions. Um, yeah, you know, teachers are putting together lesson plans via Zoom. So it's right now, I mean, I, I look at it as, yeah, it sucks of what's happening, but I also look at the positive because you can be creative. You can create your own world. You can create your own outlet. So, you know, that that is – the, I will say that is definitely the blessing of all of this is that with doing doing that, putting my, you know, me, Casey, and James Black, putting our creative outlet together, we're creating a world where you guys are going to be able to listen to, and 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 hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Ho- you know, hey, <laughs> you know, and I'm just, I'm just proud. I'm just really happy about it. I mean, that's that's my positive bright spot. That and the daytime Emmy's coming back on TV after me campaigning for five years. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. thank you for mentioning because we were getting, we were starting to talk about the nominations. So, yeah, so we can get back to that. But I totally agree with you about the creative stuff because I've definitely like let out my creative self and created like all these things and writing and video editing. And then I started this Instagram for my show Roswell back in the day. That was like my first love. So it's been awesome. I mean, that's, I mean, right now, like I said, even if you're not a creative person, you know, tap, like, everybody's creative. I, I can't, I, I mm-hmm. don't like when people say I'm not creative. I don't know how to. You're creative. You just got to tap into it. You just got to, like. You got to find your niche. You got to find your, yeah, your like, thing. Like, like, if you can draw a picture, a picture can lead to two pages. Two pages can lead into four. By the time you finish, you have a little book and just put words to it. And you, it, it doesn't have to be a best-selling, you know, book. But if you have children, that is their book. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't have to spend money. It's, something, it's a creative thing that you can give to your children. Same thing, you know, with, um, oh, gosh. Uh, look, everybody, well, they're doing a show on CBS called Haircut, what, Best Hairstyle or Haircut? Hey, nobody's going anywhere. Be creative. Do something with your hair. Color it. Be free. Like, you know, learn new makeup tricks, uh, you know. So, but, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Well, this is good that you're here because we just started talking about it. And you mentioned, you know, how obviously the four remaining soap operas are all nominated for outstanding drama. Which I didn't really get into. Like, 
who do you think is going to win? So we'll start with that. We'll go back okay, to that. And then we'll go back to how I feel who got robbed for lead actors. But we'll get to that. So we'll okay, so for best drama, here's the thing. Okay, first and foremost, I'm glad that they're going to, re- even though I don't agree with, I'm glad they're going to re- re- release the highlights of the reels. However, I agree with Mara West, put all of it out. But if you're, if you're a true, like, well, I shouldn't say this. If you're a soap opera fan, you pretty much can tell who, what episodes were submitted. So out of these four, you have, Three emotional storylines, that of Bold with the baby switch story, General Hospital with Oscar's death, and Young and the Rustless with Neil's, Neil's you know, death. Days is probably going to, it, well, yeah, Days is submitted the time jump, which is, you know, it was much talked about and, and whatnot. So fan, fan Candace is like, okay, it's going to be a tie. Everybody knows I say this all the time. I do think it's going to be a tie between Golden Days because Days took a gamble, but Bold told a classic storyline of a baby swap storyline. So I think that's going to be the tie of the night. I mean, I do think during the awards there is going to be a tie. Shocking that I'm saying this. But I do think in that category it's going to be a tie. I think it's going to be Bold and Beautiful on Days. Okay. Yeah, well, I don't watch Bold and the Beautiful, and I don't watch um, I don't watch uh, what else? <laughs> My gosh, Young and the Restless. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watch Kyle and Lola storyline, and I try to keep track yeah. of what's happening with that. But other than that, I don't really watch the two. Right. Although my friend Ashley, shout out to Ashley, who got me into the whole Hope and Liam story because. I just thought this guy couldn't keep it in his pants. That's all I knew. <laughs> like, like this guy just can't keep it. Like he just keeps going. I don't, I don't get it. But um, it's funny because I actually saw like a Scott Clifton getting interviewed recently, and he's like, I don't understand. Like, like I had to go to the writers early on and be like, I look like an asshole because I keep going back and forth between these two girls and I'm not. And I, the advice he got was love the one you're with, and that's what he stuck with, and that's how he can keep like playing Liam between Steffi and Hope. I'm like, okay, but yeah, you're right. He does look like an ass. <laughs> that's as far as I can tell. That's all I know about both and the beautiful is a little bit of Liam's, you know, right love triangle thing. <laughs> yes. That whole mess. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that's good because, I mean, hey, I trust your opinion 100% because I don't watch all four soaps. But, of course, I'm right. going for days because I like that a lot more than General Hospital right now. Mm-hmm. I and I agree with, with Christy about um, Camilla. You know, I think she she had a good performance this year. So, but oh, yeah, it is actors. what it is. So. That... Uh, that was that was a that was a tough one because I yeah. think everybody even I mean I spoke to people who don't even watch Days on a regular but they know about Camilla they've seen yeah. clips of her um, and I think and it's just like you know the year previously there was a call, we wanted Carla Mosley to get a nod and we wanted Rebecca Herbst and you know uh, yeah. Catherine Kelly you know and. There's always the one that you really think has a lock lock in, 
and they get yeah. overlooked. But then it was the fact that, okay, did she, you know, and we all knew that Camilla had asked about lead and everything, and, and rightfully so because she did lead Days of Our Lives for a whole, almost two yeah. years. Um, yes. That's what we thought. That's why I thought she was a lead actress nomination. Right. She wasn't supporting. Well, that, right before you came on, I was like, is she lead or supporting? Because I know, but then I was like, well, the last couple of years she's been leading, but, you know, it's like one of those, like, Mm-hmm. Like, where would they put her at? And even I thought, I said, well, maybe they put her in supporting, which would have been really a messed up situation because it's sort of like, when, and when you get to supporting, I think there's one person that should actually be in lead. But mm-hmm. I, I understand her judgment. But I also, you know, because I, you know, I did some investigation. Um, because that's uh, hey, before I became you know forever in a day, I was still doing this. Um, and I, I will still continue to do it. But my assumption is is that the executive producers, um, are the ones to gather up who they think should submit. Or I'm, I'm yeah. not too sure. You double check. So I'm I was kind of curious as to well, you know, again, Camilla was one of your top performers and. How right. did she get overlooked? And I'm hoping politics did not play a part of this. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to take away from who got leading or supporting. I think it should, have like, I think it should have been an add-on. Like, they usually will do, like, six. Like, usually it's always an uneven number in every category, yeah. and they did it again this year. But I'm also thinking that somebody canceled – somebody out. Like, was there two people who canceled each other out? Yeah. And why one was, you know, went through. So. Because granted, if, you know, I mean, personally, I am a Camilla fan and I am a Gabby fan, but even if I wasn't, she rocked those scenes. Like, she rocked them. Like, the whole flipping town is against her, first and foremost. And then her husband dies, and then people want her, you know, his heart. Like, she rocked those scenes. Like, she was on point. Like, the whole, like, there was not an off day with her. And, I mean, maybe that's just me being blinded because I I love Camilla, but she just rocked those scenes. And it's hard to cry for 15,000 weeks, you know. Well, not really. But she was on it every day. I watched, so that's just my, you know, and I'm not trying to take away from the other four, five, four, right. five, how many? Yeah. I mean, I you know, um, like, you know, I'm not trying people do what I think it should have been a, a, like lucky seven for the nominations because mm-hmm. I do like Camilla should have been lead. And I think Rebecca Herb should have been lead because mm-hmm. even though Drew Franco's storyline wasn't, the best. Rebecca yeah. did do good, good, good acting in them. Mm-hmm. Um, did she submit? Well, I, no, she submitted. See, that's the thing is that, and and I and I even said this over on Soul Party that you know some of the actors probably didn't submit. You know, yeah. we found like everybody was like saying before the nominations, Maurice Bernard, Scott Clifton, and we come to find out that they didn't submit. You know, and. Which it makes sense. I mean, if you know, yeah, because other people get get their moment, you know. Mm-hmm. So, 
but yeah, with with lead, I was kind of like, okay, I was like, okay, okay, okay. It's just two people were missing, and and that's every category. There's always going to be one or two or three mm-hmm. or four or five that should be, you know, not saying that these actors aren't deserving. It's just there should have been more room. There should have been yeah. more in the category. And especially with only being four, like I think you should at least have one actor from each soap, if that makes sense, you know, and then maybe an oddball or two, you know, however many, you know, they put for the nominations, like, but that's just my own, my own grief, you know, Camilla should have been there because I think she rocked that storyline, so, but, um, are we moving to supporting Christy since you have the list? Yeah, Celia, real quick, who do you think is going to win Outstanding Drama? Did you have an opinion on that? Mm, I mean, any of them. Um, I mean, any of them. I mean, I'm not the biggest Brooke fan, but any of them. I love Catherine, you know, so um, any of them. But I agree with Candace. I think it's going to be uh, bold. It's going to be between Bold and uh, and Wynar. I think that's what she said. So. Yeah, she did. Okay, cool. So the other outstanding um, lead actress, so Vanola, Hughes, Catherine Kelly Lane, Tyler Tom, Maura Wesson, Aaron Zucker, which are all amazing actresses and all deserving. So, like Candace, mm-hmm. it's not like that we want to take away from any of their talent because they are all phenomenal and they all deserve their nominations. But uh, we just always feel bad when Camila or one of our other favorites, like Rebecca, is left out of the list. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure who's going to win. I think Maura could, could easily win. Heather Tom could easily win. Ariane Zucker could easily win. So, I, you know, I feel like it could potentially. Be what did Ari? What did Ari submit? Or do we not know yet? Um, don't know yet, but I'm pretty sure it's probably when she returned back to town. This is that's, that's why I said like if you if you watch these the the episodes, yeah you know that's what that was what I was thinking. But I was just you know I was like yeah. hmm because I'm just yeah. trying to think because I'm like she was in and out so I was like which ones would she put like and yeah for, returning for to town when they like found Nicole and she was with you know <laughs> they reunited with Eric and the baby and you know those emotional scenes and then her consultation yeah. with him they probably like you know do that yeah that makes sense that makes sense yeah. it does yeah I mean she could easily win like she could easily win too. So, yeah, this was a this is another good. This is actually a good one too because you do have, you know, some strengths. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, and it's not because of CBS folks. It's not because of that. But I'm just looking at the fact that you have three of them who's won Emmys before. Yep, and two and two who has never. And this is sort of like a repeat of last year. When you have Marcy mm-hmm. and Jacqueline as new, as the new the two newcomers in this category, Ari she has a lot of strengths, but I think Catherine Kelly Lane is going to get it. She is long yep. overdue for one, 
Like she's she is, lo- isn't she? She's like the the Susan Lucci of Bold and Beautiful over there. Been nominated, but I'm, I'm trying to think. Has she been nominated? I don't think she's ever been nominated. I don't know. I'm just saying, know. like it's just been you very know. overdue. You are my <laughs> I thought she was. You're kind of like my soap opera encyclopedia, Candace. So I'm not. I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. Wait a minute. This tells you, see, see, my brain has become like, uh, like, it's crazy. I thought she was when, I mean, I thought may, maybe not. No, maybe it was a Susan playing it. I don't know. This was back when there was like nine soaps on the show. I thought she was part of that crew at one point. Okay. I don't know, though. All right. Well, maybe not. Have a lot but we'll go to supporting. Yeah. We're gonna well, go no, she was nominated for supporting. She was nominated for supporting yeah. 2018. That, that's what it was, supporting, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I got it. I thought she was leading. Yeah, but this is the first lead. Yeah, it was her first lead actress. Nominate yeah. a nomination. The best. Ah. <laughs> okay. okay. Um. On to oh oh we have to do are we no we have to do um lead actor yeah. first lead actor at least in this eighty three yeah. page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So. Steve Burton is Jason Morgan from General Hospital. Justin Kay is Rich Forrester from The Bold and the Beautiful. John Lindstrom is Kevin Collins slash Ryan Chamberlain from General Hospital. Kyle Pagliss, I cannot pronounce his last name. The heck, like me. Um, Tony DeMera from Days of Our Lives. And Jason Thompson is Billy Abbott from The Young and the Restless. <laughs> Wow, Honey is not on this. Mr. Maurice is not on this list. Yeah. Well, he said he didn't submit. Oh, well, that explains it. He yeah, and Scott hospital. said he didn't submit either. So, I mean, it, I get it. Um, out of those, what was the last one you said, Christy? Jason, Jason Thompson is Billy Abbott. Oh, Jason Thompson. Okay. Um, oof. That's a hard category. I know Billy Abbott was mm-hmm. going through some things on Young and the Restless in the last year from what I He was going through a lot of things. Um, okay. <laughs> it's kind of weird for me to see him as another character still, you know, because I still remember I love him so much as Patrick. So when I see him this time enough, I'm like, wow. He's going through stuff. That's all I got from last year. He was on an emotional roller coaster last year, as far as I can tell. Hmm. I was like thinking, man, that guy needs some psychiatric help. <laughs> like, please give Billy some help. Um, Candace, I'll let you take this. All right. Well. Since you're our guest. Jason Thompson better win this category. Lord knows. Again. He's been a role since General Hospital. 
it's been a struggle that, you know, he, he's putting in some good work, but obviously when you have, like, the heavyweights, you know, it, ah. Uh, I yeah. think it is going to come, oh, man. But John Lindstrom, God darn it. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, John did awesome. Yeah. This is going to be, this is another category, because Thorsten K., who made, is making history with this nomination, this is the third time he's been in this category and played and played three roles. Like, the first one was, was Poor Charles, All My Children, and Now Born the Beautiful. So congratulations to him on that. Um, but no. No, honey. This, this, this can go either way, though. This is a category that can go either way. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's, it's a tough category. There's some great actors in that category. My heart is saying Jason Thompson. My soul is saying John Lindstrom. But my mind is saying Steve Burton and Thorsten K. No offense, um, Taya. No offense, Steve. No offense. But I can I can see Steve getting it too. Like I can easily see him getting it. Right. I mean, I could say Steve is being a shoo-in for this, but on the other hand, like if Jason Thompson, I don't think has ever won, then I feel like he would be deserving uh-huh. of it. From what I could tell, from what I did see of his character on Young and the Restless, like because he submitted, he submitted that standalone episode. For for those who do watch Young and the Restless, like he he submitted the standalone episode when Billy was going through his thing. He was gay. It was I uh-huh. mean the story was that great, but acting wise, it was phenomenal. And you know, uh-huh. time, his strength is the the emotion. Like he plays yep. that self. Oh, yeah. That and my, you know, soul. But at the same time, again, John Lindstrom, like, let's not take that away from him for what he did with Kevin and Ryan, Ryan Kevin. Mm-hmm. And then you got Thorsten, and, you know, he really came into his own with Ridge. I know everybody's like this, really break it down, Candace. And then you have Steve Burton, and I know he submitted the scenes with Laura and Maurice and then with Sam in the courtroom, like when Sam yeah. was sentenced to jail. So, yeah. like I said, heart says Jason Thompson, soul says John Lindstrom. And this is this is it can go either way. It can go either way. That's what. That's what. I guess I'd be happy with any of those, but I want Jason to uh-huh. win. I, I'm here for Jason Thompson. I love you, Steve Burden, but Jason Thompson. Ah, Jason Orion, like. I don't know which one. Oh, Jason or Ryan for me. I have a feeling it's either going to be Jason or Ryan. I feel like Steve has won before, right? So I feel like Jason has never won before. Like, give it to Jason. Yeah. But see, Thorson's never won either. Yeah, true. And he's always Mm -hmm. been in in the lead support, like the lead category. Like, Thorson's always been... In the lead. So, okay. it's like, and I don't mean, oh, great, like, oh, I'm, I'm disappointed, because I'm sure Thorsten's awesome. Like, I don't watch Born and Beautiful, so. Mm-hmm. Well, I need to get where I'm coming from. <laughs> I believe in Kansas' judgment. I'm still that. Team Jason Thompson or Ryan. I mean, Ryan. <laughs> John. <laughs> I think he's awesome. Whoever. Jason won. He was a sweetheart. I, I hope he wins. I hope. 
But I also wish the best of luck to everybody else in this category because I'm sure they're equally deserving. <laughs> yes. Yes, ma'am. Um, what category is next? Supporting female or male? Yeah. We are going to go to supporting actress in a drama series. So that is Tamara Brown is Dr. Kim Nero, General Hospital. Rebecca Budding is Hayden Barnes, General Hospital. Susan C. Portes is Julie Williams, Days of Our Lives. Chantel Khalil is Lily Winters, Young and the Restless. And Anika Noel is Hope Logan in The Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, good Lord in heaven. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Where do we start? Um, Candace, you're our resident expert here. I'm going to you. Okay, Anika Noel, <laughs> I think for Bold and Beautiful fans, everybody thought she was going to put herself in lead. I give her kudos for putting in the supporting. She knows, she knows what she's doing. This is the first time, so she's playing it cool. All right, you have yep. Tamara Braun. Y'all, I, I mean, I know Kim towards the end was crazy, was cray cray. But here's the thing. She was like, But here's the thing with one of Tam's strengths is when there's a child that dies. Yep. This girl brings the emotion. There's she no does. This girl should have won an Emmy for General Hospital when she thought Michael died, okay? That was such a right, moment. Right, exactly. I was thinking to say that. She got robbed during that year. Let me tell you. And, I mean, if they're going to justify it, then give it to her this year so that way she will have a GH1. But at the same time, Crystal Khalil, who plays Lily. Right. She's been through some shit, too, this year. I mean, she lost Neil, and she divorced Kane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something jumped out to me when I read that nomination. I was like, "Hmm, I don't watch the show, but I feel like there's something there. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. She did lose Neil this year. Oh, my God. That's right. It was Neil's death, and then it was, you know, she divorced Kane, and then, you know, she went away, and she, you know, I'm going to leave that alone. Um, but I just, this, oh, damn, this is another damn good category. And I it really think is. Hope, Hope Logan went through what, like a baby, baby stuff. Yeah, her baby, right? she thought she she lost her baby. She went through And see, Anika, Anika Noel submitted what I like to call a story reel. It, you went uh-huh. through the journey of the character, lose, like the reality of losing your child, yeah. then you finally have an emotional snap. Like, we all have had an emotional snap, whether we, you know, wherever it was, um, we could have been at exactly. And everything, she had that, and then they had scenes with, you know, Thomas. Her, <laughs> Thomas, yeah, and so, I think because this is her, because she, she, she knew what to do, she knew how to do it. Again, you have yeah. emotional, you have emotional beats in every one of them, Okay, again, I know y'all saying which one I'm gonna go. Oh, damn. Crystal Khalil. Right. Crystal Khalil. And I'm no shade. Crystal Khalil. I'm going with my girl Tam. I have to go with my girl Tam. She should have won it years ago with the Michael Storyline. I'm just saying. Because when I will tell you till the day I die 
that when she was in that police station and she found out Michael was dead and she had that mental breakdown right there in that police station and Sonny's, like, holding her and then you had Rick and Alcazar, like, standing outside the door. Like, that whole, like, scene broke me. Like, physically broke me. And I can't say that a lot about a lot of things, but that broke me. Like, her... And then her crumbling it, oh, my God, it, that storyline was amazing. Mm-hmm. So. And she showed one. So I'm going to go All with right. my girl, Tam. Wow. So. For me, it's like kind of a tie between Tamara and I'm going to actually say Anika because I recently worked on a Hope and Loki video, so I know a little bit about both of the beautiful and what she went through in the last year. So, mm-hmm. um. Plus, I just have props for any actor or actress who can memorize 60 pages of dialogue. And, mm-hmm. like, and then cry and push and people into But you don't really have a lunch break because you're spending your whole day blocking and doing three episodes mm-hmm. in a day. I mean, that's just, like, incredible. Like, so, yeah. Tamara and Anika for me. But I'm sure everyone else is equally deserving. I know. Has Susan Hayes gotten Emmys before? I'm sure she has. She's been around. Yeah, last, yeah, last year's uh, Lifetime Achievement Award. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah. She's kind of a shoe-in for this category. Yeah. Yeah. She's been nominated before, but, you know. Yeah. Okay. But Days was always the red-headed stepchild. Of days, I mean, of the daytime, you know, Emmys. But anyways, continue. How dare supporting actor in a drama series? Mark Grossman is Adam Newman. The Young and the Restless. Bryden James is Devin Hamilton from Young and the Restless. Wally Kurtz is Justin Kariakis from Days of Our Lives. Chandler Massey is Will Horton, Days of Our Lives. James Patrick Stewart is Valentine Cassidyne, General Hospital, and Paul Helper is Xander Kiriakis, Days of Our Lives. And that's like six actors. Right. Yeah. This is what that's what I said. Amazing <laughs> actors. Yeah. 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 Like, I I mean, I know we keep saying this, but like this year they have some great nominate nominees like some amazing actors and actresses like it's going to be hard like some years you already knew who was going to be the shoe in but like it can go with the ones that we've done so far like anybody could get it Uh it doesn't matter it's like i mean i know you know with me it's like there's been years where it's like oh so-and-so is going to get it oh so-and-so is going to get it and they get it because it's just a shoe in but this year, it's like, who's going to get it? Like, it could be anybody. So, Candace? <laughs> oh, crap. Come on. All right. So, <laughs> I, you know we're going to go one, back to you, girl. Like, <laughs> this is the one that I actually bit my lip on when I even tried to predict this because, again, this is it, it, it can go either way. I did say Brighton James, but, but. Let me clear this up. I also think, after thinking about it, sitting down and thinking about it, again, all had emotional storylines. 
while he cursed, my heart is mm-hmm. going to get it. Yeah, I believe he cursed because his <laughs> when Justin found out about everything. I mean, it it was just. I mean, it look Wally curse. I'm not even going to explain it. Wally curse. <laughs> Wally Karth is Wally Karth. Like, he's amazing. So, whatever you give him, he's just amazing. Because <laughs> he's Wally Karth. He's but, yes, I agree with you, Candace. Like, when he found out, like, what he found out, and was like, oh, my God. It's like, this is why I love him. Whether he's Justin Kariakis or um, Ned, uh, Ned Ashton, you know, on General Hospital. Like, this is why I love Wally. So I'm going to go with Wally. You're welcome. There's my Thank prediction. You. Oh. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> right. Um, but, I mean, it can go any way. Like, any of them can, it can go any way. So, Yeah, I'm on the same page, honestly. Um, I feel like Wally Chris is very deserving. But I also like, I love Paul, Xander. Yes, me too. Me too. Yeah, I mean, he's really good. Like, he makes me love Xander, and, like, Xander is that kind of villainous character that you probably shouldn't like, but you do anyway because he plays it so well. So you're kind of like rooting for the villain because you know it's kind of like he has what I call like a heart of gold, you know, like Jason Morgan does with, the, with his heart of gold, even though he's a monster. Like it's kind of like the same with Sandra. Like he's, he, he does the bad things, but he does them with like the best of intentions. Mm-hmm. Like the thing he did with the baby switching, and he did that out of his love for Sarah, I think, partly, but... I just feel bad for the dude right now because he just lost, like, what I feel like is, like, the love of his life because he's never really had, a, like, a love interest before unless you count Nicole, which I really don't count. Uh, with Sarah, so I'm just like, oh, this makes me feel for him as, as Xander. So I can't help it. I can't help it but kind of pull for Paul, and I kind of want him to win. Even though I do feel like any of the other actors are equally deserving and could possibly win. Right. I agree. Paul is awesome. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll move on to Outstanding Young Performer in the drama series. So we have Sasha Callie Isola Rosales from The Young and the Restless. Olivia Rose Keegan is Claire Brady, Days of Our Lives. Caitlin McMullen is Willow Tate, General Hospital. Eden McCoy, Jocelyn Jacks, General Hospital. And Sika McGee is Haley Chen, Days of Our Lives. Um, I'm going to go with Eden McCoy. She's just awesome. Like, she's just awesome. For being so yeah. young, she rocks every scene she does. 
Like, that girl is going places. Um, so, I'm on with Eden. Kind of a three-way tie for me. Right? Do what? Who? Sasha, Olivia, and Eden for me. Like, that's me. That is me all the way. It's tough because here's the thing. Eden is a powerhouse. She is, she is a star on the rise. Like, we're watching her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like yep. the next Am- Amblin. She's the next Jonathan Jackson, Kimberly McCullough. She is, she's doing big things. Sasha on Yana Rustless. Oh my God, that girl came into her yeah. own as well. Um, Olivia Rose, look, nobody can play cray cray like Claire Brady. Okay, I mean, <laughs> right? Like you may have been mad at Claire, but you wanted to give her a hug because you knew she was going through a lot. So yeah, and not taking away from the other actresses, but those are the three that I was just like, wow. Okay, yeah, that's gonna be a tough one too. Like get. You know what? Shout out to you know, and that, you know, some of the people should have, some more people should have been nominated and stuff like that. But y'all did real good this year because it's a, it's not like it's not just one person. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it's a mixture of talent. And I get kudos to them because, like you said before, usually in you know the lead actors, there's the staples. You know, there's always a Scott, there's always mm-hmm. a Maurice, there's always a Peter, there's always an Eric Brady. A Tony Geary. A Tony Geary. Well, even when, to- like, when, now that Tony's gone, you know, it was always, like, Maurice or yeah. Peter or stuff. Like, you mm-hmm. really have a mixture, you know, of talent. And it's going to, yeah. I, I mean, thank you, CBS, for putting this on TV, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I was probably surprised that they decided to this year. I was like, oh, wow, it's actually a talent. I mean, for me, like I said, Eden, um, for me, um, just because she's with all those powerhouses that are NGH. Like, she plays against right. Laura, right? Like, her parents are more, I mean, her parents, her TV parents are Carly and Jack. That's Laura Wright and, yeah. and Ingo. Right. Ingo. Like her stepdad is Maurice Bernard. Like her godfather is is She's, Jason Morgan, which yeah. is Steve Burden. Like, yeah. Yeah. holy yeah. moly! So like from legend, for a kid like, that is sixteen, seventeen out. years old to play against these people and take them, take her under their wings. Like that's awesome. Like she's going yeah. places. And <laughs> for Olivia, like like Candace said, like she plays cray cray very well. Like. And it, it's hard to play, you know, oh, you can play cray-cray. Like, it's hard to play cray-cray. And she does it so flawless, flawless, flawlessly. I can't speak today. Flawless, flawlessly. <laughs> so I can see I can see um, it being between Olivia and Eden for me. So um, she's just amazing. Eden is just amazing. So that's just my opinion. Nobody has to agree with me, but, I mean, for her age. And, I mean, it's not just her. It's, like, that whole team scene. Like, they're all amazing. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't know where they got the talent, but I have not seen a great team scene on yeah. Girl Hustle in a long-ass time. Okay. I know we're talking about nominations, but I just had to mention that 
team scene that is on Draw Hustle right now. They are amazing. Okay, going back to nominations. I I mean, I go back to crediting that a lot to like Mark Tushner, who I believe is still the casting mm-hmm. director for GH. I mean, <laughs> he knows where talent is. Like, he finds yeah. it. He puts it on television. So. Mm-hmm. All right, is there any actors from those categories that were not on the list that you guys wish were on the list? I mean... I, I will I will say the obvious obviously is Victoria Sierra on yeah. days um, should have yeah. been on there. I, I do think I know a lot of people say Candace is saying this. Yeah, Candace is. I mean, she did have some good material. Um, mm-hmm. I just I, half of me I really do want to like go on Twitter and say, hey, such such, did you submit? Because if not, then then I you know then I can say you know why not. Um, but now I, I kind of wonder if she even did, I would, would think she did, but also again, if they, you know, didn't, you know, she did submit and she didn't make it to even the pre nominations and then, yeah. Tricky. <laughs> I would say definitely I mean, the, for sure, Victoria and Rob as well, because they're both amazing at what they do and, Mm-hmm. powerhouse couple they created on screen that I don't even think either of them expected going into it, but then they just had such great chemistry together that it was kind of like, it just happened and it was a given and it was amazing. I mean, and Rob, you know, he plays like, he's so good at playing a guy who went from like very mentally unstable, crazy necktie killer to like this great redemption story is incredible. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I mean, whether you whether you like the character or not, or the storyline or not, she did amazing. Like she was amazing. So um, I have to do Victoria too and Rob. So are they doing the younger actor? Is it both actor and actress? They combined it this year. Okay, that's, so that's what I, thought. Well, I, I thought they did it last year. Yeah, there was a whole Children. <laughs> you have three people from all my children in this category. Michelle. 
Michelle, Eva, and Michael. So, team all my those children. Those stick out to me, too. Honestly, those really stick out to me. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, um, I mean, I've seen Eva because I watched the whole Kyle and Lola storyline, so I was very familiar with her and the mom of Lola, and I thought she did great. Um, Chriselle, obviously, because, like, she played Cray Cray very well, so, like, another good one there, so, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. got this. Chriselle got this. This is uh, good. Uh, um, all of them. Can we can I like uh, suggest all of them? Definitely, yep, Chriselle. Yeah, honestly, Chriselle is kind of my number one, too. Like, yeah. she's so sweet. I saw her on IG Live, like, the other day. She's so sweet. I don't know why people hate on her. She's so sweet. I met her once at the book signing for days. I love Chriselle. She's awesome. Yeah. Haters going to hate. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, it's definitely going to be Chriselle, but second runner-up is probably going to be Michael. Well, no, probably Jeffrey. Because Michael's already won one of these things before. So, you know. Yeah, right. I kind of always try to pull for the one who hasn't won it yet. <laughs> no offense so, to the yeah. other ones who have won it, but just like, I know it would be great to have another one, you know, for you, but, like, but I kind of like I'll tell you this though. I, I did joke around with somebody. I said, now watch watch um Michael E. Knight win this. Because if you're going if you're going based off of history with this category, General Hospital has won this. You had Stella and on uh, Stella won her first year and then look at her, she got a contract and then she won supporting. And I think Max Gale won for I think he won for best guest performer when he first started. Supporting. supporting. Yeah. Was he supporting? Uh, might have been. Or was he nominated? I think he was no, nominated. He I think so. I don't remember. I don't know if he won, but I know he was nominated. That first year, he was. Well, you might be right, Candace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's what. It, yeah, it was. It was. Um, I think it was best best performer. No, it was supporting. It was supporting. Yeah. Yeah. So, but like I said, with this category, I mean, General Hospital, you know, but it can, I mean, again, this is another, well, no, Chriselle got this. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Eva. 
We're pulling for you, Krisha. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Honestly, that's kind of, I hate picking favorites because I feel like it's, you know, shittier than all the other ones. But it's really not. Like, we, we, we think it all girls, but believe me, I, after I saw Jim Lilly talk about how it goes for daytime actors and how basically they don't get a lunch break because like doing their walking during their lunch break and then they're like, you know, memorizing 60 plus pages and doing it in one or one take, very rarely two takes, like, come on, <laughs> not just any actor off the street can do that. So my, I mean, you get major kudos for me if you're, you're, even honest soap opera because that's hard work. Right. So anyone who ever shades like soap opera acting and says it's bad acting, I'm like, you lying. You straight up lying. You go memorize 60 plus pages and do it in one take. It's you not easy, it. folks. <laughs> yeah. Tell me how that works out for you, because I can't even memorize hardly anything. I did acting once for a church video, and I tell you, like, I was studying my lines so hard, I was like, somebody run lines with me, somebody run lines with me. <laughs> like, and that wasn't even no 60 pages, that was like five pages, that was nothing compared to what some factors do, so. Put in hard work, they deserve that means, for sure. Uh, I do want to give kind of a shout out to the actors that we may recognize who are in digital drama series. We have um, Mary Beth Evans was in Bay the series. Jade Harlow was in Bay the series. They got nominated. Do you recognize yeah. some of these other actors? Um, Candace, like Rowan Amon. Um, let me see, where are you at? For the do 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 Like trying to follow I'm going back. Okay. Um I go back. Like I'm trying to follow you on these on this page. I think I know where you're at. Are you okay. Um yeah, Katie Hoffman on uh After Forever. Uh Saint Tail Louder, I wanna say that's her name from Brooklyn S I V S I U. Um I, you know, I do watch all these shows. Yeah, I have I no, think you're more familiar with digital dramas than I am, so I wasn't really going to touch on this too much since I don't like I've heard. Of I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say my pick, Jade Har- um, Harlow. Girl, get that Emmy, girl. She had an amazing year on the Bay, the series. If you watch the Bay, you know why I said that. That girl on fire. Woo! What a capital F. Fire. <laughs> fire. Yeah, fire. All right. Also, shout out to Katie Huff and Shanti Lowry and Mary Beth Evans and Ramon. Yep. And then for lead actor in like a digital drama, we had um, Christos Andros from The Bay, Alex Hurt from The Rehearsal, Brad James from A House Divided, Sean Kamen from Studio City, and Brian White from Bronx SIU. All good, all good shows, all good actors. Brian White, claim your Emmy. Claim your Emmy. Claim it. All right. Claim it. Leave it up. Uh, then we have supporting actress in a digital drama series. 
Tina Benko from the rehearsal, Leanne Cox from Indoor Boys, Patrika Darbo from Studio City, Carolyn Hennessy from Studio City, and Janet Hoover from Ease Ray Presents King Esther. I joke with this because if anybody knows who Janet um, Hubert is, that is the original Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince. Yep. And I made a joke. That I, you know what? Patrika Dabo is, is America's darling, and I watch Studio City. I recommend it for everybody. I think she's going to get her Emmy for this. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we have supporting actor for digital drama series, William Belly is Douglas slash Gamora Ray, Eastsiders, and Burke is Derek from Eastsiders, Tristan Rogers is Doc from Studio City, Lenny Wolp is Carl from After Forever, and Gregory Zarin is Nate from Minister Series. All good actors, Gregory. Gregory, I think is going to get it. Yeah. Gregory stood out to me, too. Mm-hmm. Like, good for Gregory. Then we have outstanding guest performer in a digital drama series. Renee Hager is Zach Sullivan. Dark Webb, Mark Estelle is Helen from After Forever. Scott Turner, Sophie is Max Studios. Lynn Shea is Diane. Siders and Grimsley is Zach Dark Webb. Oh, this is so, so tough. Um, I'm going to go with Mary Beth, a.k.a. Grams from Dawson's Creek. Yes, that's her, folks. Um, yes, she's yes, 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 ma'am. So, and it's not because of the Dawson's Creek thing. It's just if you watch After Forever, it's an amazing show, and she's amazing in it. All right. All right. Let's go to some other categories that are related. So we got like page thirty. Well, if you're doing, are you doing the 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 pages? I'm on the PDF. Yeah, I'm on the PDF. Okay. I was gonna say go to go to page thirty three because that's where the writing team is. Yeah, I got it. I'm out assuming writing team. So, of course, all four soaps are nominated. Who do we think? Who has the best writing this year? I mean, I, I pull for days because, you know, out of the soaps that I have watched, that's stand out to me. But no shade to the other soaps because I'm sure writing for a soap opera can be kind of difficult after a while. I mean, I don't know. GH keeps rewriting history, so I kind of have a beef with GH. So I don't really. I haven't thought well, they're right. I haven't thought their writing was good for about ten plus years now. So uh, you know, believe it or not, I'm going to go with GH because I think they submitted Oscar's death. And if they did do that. That's probably what's going to get them this award. Now, yep. Bolt has the Bolt, the, the baby storyline. And overall, that was a good story. 
But as far as writing, the writing material for Oscar's storyline was really good. And let's be honest, GDH does do emotional. I mean, I know everybody had difficulty with Oscar, but at the end of the day, it was about a child who lost their life to a cancer. And the parents had to deal with that. And that was good writing. Agreed. Okay. What about Young and Restless? What do you think they submitted? I think. I mean, I'm hoping they kind of stayed. I mean, obviously their big thing was the Neil the Neil Winter's death, and I I do think they probably submitted something with that. I I do think that's going to cancel because. I mean, they've actually submitted a lot, like. Um, Honorable mention is for one of the special class episodes, one for the category of special class, they submitted Christoph St. John's uh, episode, the tribute episode. So I'm kind of hoping that they don't um, go to, and I mean, Crystal Khalil and Brighton James submitted, you know, stuff around the death of Neil. So I'm kind of hoping, I mean, obviously that was the big storyline, but you don't want to go too heavy with that because that will cancel you out. So I'm thinking... I mean, obviously, I do think they they did that. Um, but GH, I mean, GH, the material for Oscar's death was pretty good. I mean, that was the only story at the time that was really good. So, sorry. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could give it. I could leave it or take it. I mean, I feel bad. Like, of course, when, you know, a child died, that's awful, but right. I'm a huge Oscar fan, so I can't say I was super invested in the storyline at the time. But, uh, hey, props to anyone who could write a soap opera. Including you, Candace. Oh, anyone <laughs> listen here. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I can see it now, and I won't be able to talk be like this. Um, hi, I'm Candace. Uh, so who do y'all think is going to write for writing? Like, I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah. this is going to be your category next year, Outstanding Writing Team for a Digital Trauma Series. <laughs> so we have uh, After Forever, The Bathe Series. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Get episode one first, okay. and let's see if we can get to episode two. <laughs> Okay, okay. I have faith in you, Candace. I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Outstanding Writing Team, Digital Drama Series, is After Forever, The Bay of the Series, Tiders, Ethan Ray Presents, Esther, and Studio City. <sighs> oh, man. After might be a tie too um, between the Bay and Eastsiders. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm just ducking out of that one. <laughs> they, I mean, they're I mean, all I'm really the Bay, but that's just me. Yeah, they were all good. I mean, the material, again, the material for all of them was really good. There were strong emotion storylines. There was, there was a lot going on and the writing i mean digital series has the task of really telling multiple storylines i mean i like daytime kind of used to do it but with this they are telling multiple storylines in a short time but they grab you so 
that's why I said kudos to all of them. But yeah, it like after like Eastsiders, East Eastsiders. I'm sorry. Um, and the Bay really had some good stuff this year. Okay. Yep. All right, we're going to go to outstanding directing for a drama series with our four main soaps. Best directing. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, are beautiful. Okay. Why? Um, what do you think we submitted? I, <laughs> I mean, the the way that they they the the direction angles, especially when it's an outdoor scene, um, it's not too it's 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 sort of the way the directing style is the movement. It's not too crampy. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to say it like that. I do like that. Yeah, the outdoor scenes I've seen are bold and the beautiful. I respect that they can do that. It looks beautiful. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they film in the future. But, yeah. General Hospital is very limited uh, outdoor capacity. <laughs> you can see they're always in, like, the same park or whatever. Like, it's not really, they don't get much variety when it comes to outdoor scenes on General Hospital. When they're outside, I'm kind of like, okay, they're at that one park again. <laughs> That's a different angle. Yeah. So, yeah. I can see days, maybe pulling for it too so we'll see um there was a lot going on young and the rest was last year too so yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of a toss-up for me it could be any yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, outstanding directing for the digital drama series is The Bay, the series, Bronx, SIU, Dark Web, Easy Represents King Esther, Studio City, and that's it. <sighs> Dark Web. Yes. Yeah. That's all I got. That's a good one to watch. <laughs> This is it's a good show. I mean, I, I, I like I said, you know, if you, you know, for a weekend to binge, you yeah. know, check these shows out. Yeah, because they're only you know, like they're less than ten minute episodes, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Studio City. Okay, you've seen that one and you like it, Celia. I haven't seen any of them, so I'm just going to go root for that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a while. That's a while. 
I'm a, I'm gonna put my vote into the babe because uh, I think I interviewed Michael Caruso at some point and he was cool and I just think it's awesome what he's doing. So anytime the babe's nominated, I'm like, yeah, the babe. So okay. I think that might be it. Oh wait, no, no. Maybe not. Maybe that is it. There are categories for multi-camera and single camera. And I'm like, wait a minute, so are multi-camera. But, <laughs> I guess I wait for that. That's like, that's like obvious. Like, yeah, we know they're multi-camera. They have to be. Uh, Yeah, I think that's really kind of it. Oh, wait, Outstanding Music Direction and Composition for a Drama or Digital Drama Series, Dark Web, Days of Our Lives, Pillow Talk, and The Young and the Restless. Oh, Young and the Restless. Music. Okay. Music Direction and Composition. Interesting. I feel like I missed this category last year. I feel like we missed it last year, too. Was this category here last year? <laughs> like, how did I miss this last year? Okay, maybe the the soaps weren't really nominated for this last year. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. I feel like Days uses a lot of the same music cues, you know, mm-hmm. like over and over again. Uh, I don't much, basically. I just watched it for the Kyle storyline, and now, well, it was getting the CEO, so <laughs> kudos to her, girl. You move on, girlfriend. Um, but that's, like, all I've really seen, so. But I, I trust Candace's judgment on this. <laughs> Let me make sure I got everything. Nope. Outstanding casting for a drama or digital TV series. The Bold and the Beautiful, Days of Our Lives, East Siders, General Hospital, and The Young and the Restless. I mean, seriously, is this even, I mean, they should just call this the Mark Teshno Award. General Hospital had a, well, let me say, okay. <laughs> This year, let me see, they had Watch Close Place um, uh, Trina. They had Mark Lawson, Michael mm-hmm. E. Knight. Let me see, who else joined the cast? Um, that would have been last year. Was William this year or last year? cast members every year in General Hospital because they keep blowing out that cast to, like, in- ridiculous amount of people. Right. I'm also looking at, let me see, Young and Russell had Mark Grossman, Michelle Stafford came back, um, casting, I, 
Oh, shoot. Wait a minute. Totally forgot. They had, um, what's called, okay, well, that was this year. Last year was, General Hospital may, might get it because it's Mark Tushner, and we, we, let me see, he had, uh, what's called, who plays Nicholas, um, Trina, Michael E. Knight. Was William this year or last yeah, year? We just mentioned him, too. As, like, you know, that's why there's such yeah. good actors. So that's why we have such good teen teens, because they're all very talented actors. Mm-hmm. Mark Tushner should just get, like, a Lifetime <laughs> cheap Award for casting. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think even when Jen Lilly was on her IG Live that I saw, I'm pretty sure she mentioned, like, Mark is an amazing casting director. He's very well, well-known in the business. So if anyone else won in that category, of a surprise, but yeah. All right. Let's see if there's anything else left. Yes, outstanding lighting direction for a drama or digital drama series. Bold and the Beautiful, Dark Web, Days of Our Lives, General Hospital, and The Young and the Restless. Lighting. For lighting? Who is the best lighting? The lighting. Lighting direction. Oh, bold and beautiful. Light is the best. Yeah, bold. And the beautiful. Yeah, bold. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was either going to say yeah. bold or um, or wine arm. But I don't know, date, I don't know. Anything but General Hospital, because that's just dark and gloomy. <laughs> um, just hanging. Um, but, I mean, because Dave has a lot of the outdoor stuff. And then, but so does Y&R. I'll, I'll go with Bold. Bold is very bright. Mm-hmm. But I can see why an art or um Dave's getting it too. So that's just me. Is there another category? Okay, yeah. Sorry, I, I got cut off. Here. Talk to talk to kick me off my own show. Outstanding lighting direction, okay. Nope, that's other stuff. Technical pain. Old and the beautiful days of our lives, general hospital, young and the rest of us. What was the category again? 
outstanding technical team? Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to say Young and the Ruffles. Good job, Young and the Ruffles. What is the category? Outstanding technical team. Why not? I'm not exactly even sure what that means. So let me look that up. <laughs> like for television, does that mean like the grips and the and the sound people and stuff? No. Pretty much. Yep. Like a production team. Mhm. Is that what they mean by tech team? Okay. The technical, you know, like you know, technical productions to make sure you can hear things. And... Mhm. Yeah. One R. Yeah. Shout, shout out to the, uh, the production assistants on all these shows who are basically gophers and do everything. Because I've been. <laughs> yeah. You're basically a gopher. You're basically a gopher. Go do this, okay? out in the corner for 20 minutes, making sure no one crosses the street, the street or something, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> okay. It's a technical team. Let's see if we have anything else. Okay, there we go. Outstanding multiple camera editing for a drama or digital drama series. The four main soaps: Bold and the Beautiful, Days of Our Lives, John Hospital, Young and the Restless. Mm. Editing, like my I favorite category to... because I love editing. I think it's going to go to Bold. It's between Bold and Young and the Restless, to be honest. Your particular reason you say that? Um, the way that I mean, if you watch both, you know, the style that they have, like again, the outside, the the different the the, the different styles of how they 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 use their cameras. Um, Young and Russell also does that too. I, you know, actually, I'm gonna put in I'm gonna put in days too. I'll put in days because of the whole. You know, with you know Nicole and and Kristen and the home church scene when it was revealed and the cam the camera angles going back 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 and forth between with everybody. Mhm. Hood, yeah. I was gonna say, I don't know. I'm going to say days, but I don't know. Mm. It could be any of them. Um, I'll say days. It's going to be very tedious to edit for for any of these. But, yeah, Celia, you say days. I mean, I'm the biased for days just because it's my fave soap right now. So that's kind of my default answer. But, yeah. That's what I would say to you. Okay, outstanding live and direct to tape for a drama series. 
uh, all four soaps, both in the beautiful days of our lives, General Hospital, Young and the Restless. What was the category? Live? Outstanding live and direct-to-tape sound mixing. So basically, the, like the sound guys, you make sure everything sounds correct in that one take. You know they only do that one take of that scene, and that's it. So you get that one shot. And it sounds good or it doesn't sound so good. Why mm. or sound mixing? This is this is kinda of hard to yeah. tell, I feel like. Why and R? Is that yeah. what you say to Candace? Yep. They're good. Is there a particular reason you guys say that? Um I'm just I'm just I'm just guessing. Um yeah, I'm, but but I mean they're clear. I'm just going with what I think it's gonna go to. I think it's gonna go to Y and R. Um But we shall see. Oh, okay. Here we go. We another one. This one I think we're like out. Um, outstanding art direction slash set decoration slash scenic design for a drama or digital drama series. After Forever, Days of Our Lives, General Hospital, and The Young and the Restless. I guess they didn't say Bold and the Beautiful deserved it, so they're <laughs> on the list. Stop. Um, set design. Dave. Set decoration. Yeah. yeah I, I, I have, have a question. I have Keith a question. He's got new, that new design for Sonny's house, so. I actually want to know how come Days of Our Lives didn't submit Chabby and Paris because that set and lighting was amazing. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, I only watched a little bit of that just because I don't care about Chad and Abby, but that was good. Because I was like, oh, they got a budget. Who they get a budget from? What? <laughs> right. When did days get a budget, y'all? When did days get a budget? Because I literally was like, okay, I want to know where all this stuff came from because I want my place to look just like – because it just looked it's so polished. And I'm wondering, did y'all – days, days, did y'all submit the Champion Purse stuff too? Somebody needs to investigate that. You know, it's like a, a web series kind of thing. Well, I'm just wondering if they that. used it all in, like, one, like, try to put it all together for days. So it's technically, mm-hmm. even though Chappie was a web, but it wasn't, like, a, it was on their app. So I wonder if they, if they actually grouped that with Days of Our Lives in its whole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I was just saying days because they have the, um, the square and then, you know, the set decorations are amazing anyway so um and and, i mean dave has a lot of outdoor stuff so that's why i said dave 
Just for the square. But that's my opinion. Somebody else can throw in theirs. Well, I'm good. I'm good with what you guys say, days or, or both, whichever. Um, I'm good. Which one did you say, Candy? Um, She said bowl first, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Bold does have, yeah, it does have good um, set designs, too. Yeah, so, but since they weren't nominated. Yeah. I, I agree, because yeah. what I've seen from, like, interior houses, it's very realistic. Like, ooh, that's right. a face. Right. It's very it LA-ish. Yeah. 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 They they do good. Yeah, they do good with that. They 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 do very good with a set deck. But I love the big portrait of Stephanie on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) That falls. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. Like, mm, I think who did I get into? Like one night I spent all night. Because I got into the whole Hope and Logan stuff, and then I got into the whole, um, it's Bill and Brooke, right? The older guy? Is, no, no, Steph. Steph. Stephanie right? and, and Bill? Thinking about that. Steph and Bill? Stephanie, Bill. I was looking at her interior apartment decoration with the tub by the window, and I was like, hey, look at this apartment. This is like something else. The chandelier, it looks like. Wow, yeah, I mean, like, some of these are, like, out there, like, they look really snazzy, so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if both went. Yeah, I went down the rabbit hole with some of the some of those scenes, but mm-hmm. I did notice that. I miss Stephanie Forrester. <laughs> I just miss Susan. I do. I just miss Susan. Right. I know. And then, and then a griff came up, and it was um, it was um, Amber slapping. I forgot who it was, and and uh, and I almost said Rick, um, not Rick, but uh, Rick, who did he play? Whip, and he's just standing back there, just giggling. <laughs> and and then you had um, Sean Keegan that played uh, Deacon, like trying to. <laughs> And she's pregnant. I was like, oh, my God. I remember that. Oh, oh Lordy. Amber. I miss Amber. Just so everybody knows. I miss Amber and her craziness. Y'all think Carly's crazy. Amber is crazy. God, she's fun to watch. So. Anyhow, going back. Okay. Next category, outstanding costume design for a drama or digital drama series. A series, The Bold and the Beautiful, East Siders, General Hospital, and The Young and the Restless. Not General Hospital. <laughs> it's Bold Sorry. and Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Bold and Beautiful. I don't know what General Hospital is mm, anyway. Oof, Jesus. I'm kind of surprised Dave didn't get in on it just because I love Gabby's outfits. Like anything Gabby wears. Mm-hmm. And they got that. Really well, well done. But I think a lot of that is because Camila has an opinion on what she wears on the show, so I think that has a part to play in that. 
just mm-hmm. having Georgia Malone, and I'm just like, yeah. I mean, some 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 people out there like to comment on it and say she looks like a whore or a slut, and I'm like, no, she looks like a sexy young woman who's going to show off her assets. Like, we're 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 in the modern day age here. We're not 1950s. We're not covering up anything. Like, right. So. <laughs> I re- I re- I respect it. I mean, if you got it, you flaunt it. Like that's that's fine. Because I'd be doing that too. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so design for what was nominated. Yeah, but ladies, I'm gonna get ready to go. It was so nice hanging out and talking about the oh. Emmys with you guys. No, you too. We miss you, Candace. We love you. <laughs> Love you too. Bye, Candace. Then, Love you. Congratulations okay. again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. <laughs> and you guys can listen to her and her co host on Sundays at 8 p.m. Yep. Yeah. Eastern it's Time at Soap yeah. Party 411 on, yeah. I mean, on Talk Show. Sundays. On Sunday. Yep. We actually and they talk about, about all four soaps. They talk about yeah. all four soaps, and they do all the recaps. Yeah, we're actually going to be going tomorrow, special time, tomorrow at 8 o'clock. We're going to do a Saturday episode. So hopefully everybody will tune in, and we'll talk about days. And, of course, we'll we'll talk about the classics that happened this week, too. So, should be fun. Oh, the 2014 classics? Oh, yeah. Well, not all of them was, you know, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not all of them. Oh, I didn't know, like, two years ago was can. a classic. I, I heard there was some kind of thing where they can't really pull out, like, the, the real classics that we all know and love. Um, with it. Something to do with that. There's some reason behind that. I don't know. Um, well, G, well, G, for some reason, is not going past 2013. But, like, CBS, they've actually done really good with the classic episodes. Like, they're going back to 1980, 1981, 1991. So, and they did a whole, know. like, Catherine week yeah, of Catherine. Yeah, so Young and the did Catherine the Great, which was all Jeannie Cooper. Then they did, you know, Victor and Nikki, their love story. Then they did uh, the, the oh, crap. They did uh, uh, the Winters. Then I know I'm forgetting one. Um, then they just, you know, did Villains Week. Then next week is all about the Abbots. And both, you know, been doing things too. So, yeah. So we'll talk, we'll talk about, you know, our select picks for this week about that. And, um, yeah. Yay! So right. go over there tomorrow and yep. go talk to them. They're a fun group to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, don't wait forever in a day to to come over to soap party. See, you, see, I, I'm, <laughs> nice little fun <laughs> So, all right, you guys. I will talk to you guys later. Bye, Candice. Bye. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.
Okay, believe it or not, there's still at least one or two more categories that we have left. They're calling okay. for everything on the drama series. All right, outstanding hairstyling for a drama series. Days, GH, and Young and the Restless. Um, I'll go with Young and the Restless. Okay. They mm-hmm. are days. days. There's some good hairstyles over on days in Salem. Yes, there there are good hairstyles. The makeup and hair team, you know, they work hard too. Yes, they there do. There's outstanding makeup. There's outstanding makeup nomination too. So we have Days, GH, and Liner. Days and and one uh, R. Mm, somewhat a general hospital, I guess. I guess. But, I mean, everyone's good with makeup, but you know. Yeah. So it could go with anybody. I'm I'm gonna go with one um, R. They're usually a shoe in for most of those, so I'll go with one R. I think Days is you know free too, so. I'll also say that. Mm-hmm. And then outstanding individual achievement is to be announced at a later date. Well, that's for in animation. But I'm sure they're going to have life, life, life uh, achievement awards and lifetime achievement awards and all that, too. Mm-hmm. So that's it. We made it to the list. And, like, it took us a but we did it. Um, so I think just to wrap it up, we're just going to plug – our favorite things on GH and Days because it's been two hours and I know Celia, you've got something to do in the morning and I have, I have to go to work tomorrow. Even if it's not as early. I have to babysit my my six year old and my seven month old nieces tomorrow for money. They're my great they're my great nieces. And you gotta make a living. So I'm back yep. in thrift store life. So, um, yeah, that said, uh, I guess we'll take our um, top three, I guess, things that we're excited about on the soaps. Um, so GH, for me, the thing that stand out is Jason Elizabeth actually got seen recently, which was exciting. And I didn't notice this until someone posted it on Twitter, but both of them, Jason and Elizabeth, had their hands in their pockets at, like, the same time. They were standing outside of Mike's hospital room or Mike's, you know, like, assisted living or whatever room. Uh, it's cool. Uh, I was, like, surprised. I'm just surprised whenever they let them be in the same scene together and actually, like, look at each other in the face because <laughs> I don't expect them to acknowledge that Jason and Elizabeth ha- even have the least bit of history anymore just because I've lost faith in Jesus when it comes to that parent. But hey, like, they don't even share a trial together? I know. They forget that. They don't like to, like... I mean, they, like, they know it's there, and they, like, I feel like they only write Jason and Elizabeth together when it's convenient for them. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, that's when yeah. they throw us a bone. Like, okay, it's convenient for us to write Jason and Elizabeth here, so we'll write it. But right. I just feel like even though they share a child together, like, I feel like that doesn't even matter to them because they put other couples in other couples. Whatever. 
That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Um, but, um, but Jason and Sam, Jason and Sam have, have broken have up. Broken up. So there is so hope. There for, is hope. I guess. Jason and Elizabeth Chamorsi. Are you hearing an echo on your end? Is that what I'm No. Okay, maybe it's just me. Are you on, if you're on speaker, maybe that's why. No, I was in on speaker. Oh, okay. Maybe that's, that's Talkshi then. Probably Talkshi. Thing. Okay, now I'm not getting it anymore. That was weird. I got it for a second. Um, all right, so my other thing on GH is Molly has got possibly a new man in her life, Brando, who I hope comes back around. I don't think they got any more new scenes before they went to their best they went black. GH episodes. Yeah. I was so sad because, honestly, I think those two are potential, so I really hope that Molly's pregnant so we can get Brando and Molly in scene together because I don't want that to be the end of their story. Like, okay. Yeah. Have a nice life. I don't regret the one night stand. Bye. <laughs> like, right. They got potential. Um, there's a really good fanfic out there that I was um, reading by. I've actually helped her edit the last couple chapters. Oh gosh, it's, I'm I'm blanking on it. But you guys have seen me retweet it. It's really good. Um, so there's that. And I guess the other thing that stands out to me about GH is the teen storyline, which is really great right now. So I kind of don't know who I want together more because I was really going for Cameron and Joss for a while. And now, like, they're kind of hinting that, like, okay, now Josh kind of knows, like, Cameron has feelings for her or at least had feelings for her. So now they're playing with Cameron and, like, Trina as a couple well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I want more. I mean, I guess I'm open to both. Like, see if maybe he dates Trina and then ultimately gets together with Josh. Jocelyn. Like, that's fine, too. Right. So those are my top three. Like, you can, you can like, date Trina, but you better end up with Jocelyn. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Cause I, but, I mean, even if they're friends, I just I just want, like, holidays with those those two and their parents and oh my god amazing okay so I, I just I love Cameron and Jocelyn yeah yeah that's fine and they're so adorable on Twitter like they're like the best of friends like they're so cute oh they are and I say that in like the most like friendly way like they're so adorable like they're so supportive of each other and it's so cute to watch. Like, I love it. And so, yeah. But but they're all like so supportive because even um, um, Sydney that plays Trina, like she'll jump in too, and it's so cute. Like I love watching like the younger cast like be so supportive of each other. So, I love it. Like on GH. Mm-hmm. Um, you pretty much hit everything. Um, I haven't been watching as I should be, but um, I'm a parent with a child that's been homeschooling for the last two months. 
Well, what was the last things that you remember watching on General Hospital that you liked? We'll go with that. Well, anything Jason and Carly, like, sorry, y'all. Um, but, yeah. Um, I don't even remember what I, the last thing I watched. Um, yeah, but I'm, I liked, um, I liked Molly and, um, Brando. So. Yeah, that was something. That's going to be interesting. Okay. I was like, all right. Um, Elizabeth and Nicholas. Elizabeth and Nicholas, yes. Oh, I didn't even know that, yes. Nicholas and Elizabeth. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like it, but oh well, I do. I love Niz. Like, I truly love Niz. Like, I love Niz, like, the first time around. Like, sorry, y'all, but I did. I loved it. I mean, look, I didn't even like Niz the first time around, but now, like, with all this frizz thing, I will take anything over frizz, okay? Like, I, I'm fine with Nicholas and Elizabeth if they want to get back together. That's fine with me because, I mean, I'm not holding out hope, that much hope for Jason and Elizabeth getting back together, even though mm-hmm. maybe that could head in that direction. But, look, I don't really have a lot of faith. But there's new writers. So, I mean, it could happen. But I'm, I'm a little hesitant because, I mean, it's been eight years since they even kissed or even decided to, like, try to go that route. So, I mean, it's been a long time since they even were together. So I just, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. Because every time Jason has chosen her safety of her and the children over being with her every time, and I just feel like if he's still at that same point now, eight years later, like, what's going to change? Like, he would have to be out of the mob basically. Yeah. I just don't think he's ever going to stop working for Sonny. So. Mm-hmm. I just kind of see him and Sonny, you know, it's like bromance for life. Like, that's just this. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's go on to um, days. And for me, the top three, obviously, anything Gabby right now. Um, uh-huh. Regardless of the fact if Jake is stepping or not, like, I enjoy whatever happens with that, happens. Like, oh my god, those scenes. Him, co- him coming out from underneath the car, holy mother of god. Okay, listen, I've loved Brandon Brash since he was Johnny Zakara on General Hospital. Like, 12 years ago, um, give or take a couple years. Holy moly. Like, I just had, like, a Johnny, like, for, like, two seconds. Like, a whole, like, Johnny, like, when he first came to town. Like. Jake character. uh Uh-huh. But, oh, my God. I was like, oh, Lord Jesus. Do I like Brandon or do I like Brandon in suits or do I like Brandon in jeans and a t-shirt? And I'm just like, hmm. So I, I love it. You know, I don't know if. Very good. I mean, him and Camila did not miss a beat in that time he was off the show. Like, not yeah. at all. And I, well, even his, even his scenes with Rob too. Oh, yeah. For sure. 
I mean, um, I think Dave knew they made a mistake when they took him off the show. <laughs> like, like there was right. obviously like you shouldn't have killed off seven. Like, obviously, right? Like that was well, and I also, that. but they can't really correct that in a short amount of time because it's a film eight months ahead, which now we're very grateful for. But right, well, that's what I was gonna say. I don't not, think when I don't think when they filmed it. They didn't. I don't think they thought that he'd be um, the the outcry would be so welcoming, especially of those two, because you know he took over the role, and I don't think he was supposed to be on there very long. I think he was just. I think Brandon just came on to finish up that storyline, but then everybody loved him. So they were kind of screwed. You know, it was like one of those things, like I don't think they realized how much uh, we would love Stefan. So, and then they filmed so far ahead that it's just like kind of screwed. And so. But, yeah, that's what I mean. Like they, they don't have enough time to like make a change that we're going to see right away because they filmed so far in advance. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think they were expecting, like, the outpour of love. So they just kind of was like, oh, we're going to kill them, and they'll be okay with it. But then he came on, and it's like, well, <laughs> you can only do so much <laughs> because we filmed six yeah, months ago. I guess they, I guess they didn't expect that there was going to be such a great, mm-hmm. like, fandom that came out of the whole thing you know, stabby thing, the Stefan and Gabby yeah. thing, because that thing was, like, perfectly written. Oh, yeah. It was fire. Okay, what's your second one? <laughs> um, My second one is, I guess I'm going to go with Ben and Sierra, because um, I know some people are, like, bored by them at this point, or, like, oh, my God, when are they going to, like, stop having sex? I mean, come on. They're young. They're in love. Like, that's what young couples do. So now they're engaged, and I'm very excited about that. Uh, we're going to have – apparently we're going to have, like, four weddings this summer on days. They just came out with that in the promo, and they're going to be one of the weddings, uh, along with Ivani and – uh, possibly Kayla and Justin, I guess. I don't know, because now he's thinking of proposing to Kayla, so uh, I don't know. We'll see. Well, I'm I'm excited. Like, I'm I'm here for it. Uh, I'm here for the ride. I'm glad that he recently quit his job with Jake because Jake would not say who these goons were that kept showing up at the job. And uh, Jake referred to, like, this boss in the beginning, like, yeah, let me check with my boss so I can give you the job. And then the boss has never been shown on screen. So (laughs) there's definitely some unanswered questions here. So I'm, I'm interested, like, who is this mysterious boss that, yeah, that we don't know about? Um, Oh, I, and I think there's definitely stuff that Jake obviously hasn't been sharing with Ben. That's why these goons are showing mm-hmm. up at the at uh, the mechanic shop. So 
we'll see. But um, I'm I'm glad that Ben cares a little bit more about his life than you know his job because like Sierra had a really good point the other day, or was it today? It was today or yeah, it was yesterday. Like, well, what good is like a wedding ring and like a happily ever after if my fiance is dead? Right. So I'm glad that he basically is like, look, I'm not coming back unless you let tell me what the hell tell me about. Agree. Agree. Then it's here for sure. Um, and in number three, I guess. Um. I mean, I like I like Ilani, but I'm I'm not I'm like I love I like them, but um they get up my nerves <sighs> with some of their like cop detective work. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I'm pulling I'm pulling a little bit more. Number three really goes to like Xander's storyline and whole Sarah thing and. The fallout of that baby storyline. I want to see where that goes. So I'm a little more invested in that because I think Ivani will be fine. Yeah. I mean, I love Xander and Sarah anyway. So I'm always up for finding out what's going to go on with that and, you know, the whole baby thing. And so it should be fun. Watch. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I'm, I'm hoping he gets Sarah back at some point because right now mm-hmm. it's like there is working with Brady to just kind of piss off Vader, but um, because he just lost his job at Titan, yeah. So, uh, like I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sad. I love the character development of Xander, and I like his many layers to that character. So I'm, I'm invested in that character. Yes, and, I mean, uh, I love Xander. I'm period. Really I love Paul. Yeah. So I'm Team Xander, honestly. Sarah's kind of a hot mess, in my opinion. So I'm more, I'm Team Xander because <laughs> Sarah needs to get it together. That girl was crazy. She, like, basically went on the run and stole the baby. And Kristen got it back, and now she's on the run with the baby. I mean, it's just kind of a that whole thing. It's a hot mess over I mean, in Salem. I call Sarah a hot mess. That girl's a hot mess. She needs, she needs some psychiatric help, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Xander needs a chance to really thoroughly, like, explain to herself. Like, he's not all bad. Like, the dude has good intentions, okay? He just doesn't do it in, like, the best way. <laughs> he just doesn't show it in the Right. Um, I think so, one yeah, of my I'm favorite kind of... Xander moments, I think one of my favorite Xander moments is when he um, is getting out of the bed, um, hungover, and Victor's sitting there. And I just had a laugh because he, like, stumbles out of bed. I'm like, yep, been there, done that a few times. So it was really cute. Yeah, he's got some good scenes. So that's our top three. 
I agree. I like your top three. I'm going to sell them for myself. Sell them for myself. Nothing nothing else to mention on days. That is it. I will. Hopefully, we'll be doing another show next month. As you know, just stay tuned for that. But if you, again, if you are an original Roswell fan, you can catch me on IG Live tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. Rewatch of the morning after episode um, with my friend Sophie. And that's Instagram.com slash Roswell Virtual Party if you want to follow and put your notifications on. I'm like probably investing too much time in that in that page, but I love it. I love that the Roswell fandom is just like still so alive after 20 years. Like, I think it's amazing. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I love it. You can catch me on there, and uh, I will be there on Sunday. We're doing a Zoom thing too, which is kind of cool. Um, so you can DM me for the link for that. We're doing a watch of requested favorite scenes from season one. And that's more so for like the international fans who may not catch us on Saturday nights because it's like one in the morning for international fans at that time. So yeah, eventually Saturday nights will go to like seven o'clock probably next week because I'm back to doing in-person church services at my church, which is reopening next Saturday, which is great. So doing work in church and then I go and do my Roswell thing so that's like my Saturday now so that's it and then um, I am about to post the 2002 to 2000, eh, 2008 to 2012 kisses video I did re-upload it it just like canceled on the processing because it saw a repeat video of it already which I accidentally did post to my new vlog channel but then I had to delete it and I saw it Okay, it's deleted. Like, it's not going to catch that, but apparently it wouldn't process this one, but it did the second time around. So I'm going to post that. You'll see that in a few minutes. I'll tweet that out. It's, oh, it's like 10 minutes and 25 seconds long. So liaison fans, you will enjoy it, but grab your tissues because you may cry, especially towards the end. Just saying. Just, just warning you. Um, yeah, but I was happy to make it. And then, of course, I shouted out earlier, but there are two very smutty fanfics that I just wrote for Elizabeth on the Liaisonites Gathering board. That's liaisonitesgathering.online. So um, I've tweeted the link out before. So guys should check that out. And that's, that's it. And then, of course, shout out to Candace again. Congrats on Forever Today. Congrats, girl. Congrats. Huh. Yes. I think they're at F A V. Ah, let me check it. I'm sure it's on her. That Candace is at Candy Candy Poo, which is P O O H, by the way, on the Twitter. And it's faadseries.com. It's got a website. So y'all check that out. They've got a website. They're cooking over there. 
It's a new day yep. drama coming soon. It says that takes the 90-year-old soap opera genre back to its roots in an audio format. Forever Today revolves around three families in the fictional town of Augustus, Illinois, as they take on the trials and tribulations of lust, betrayal, politics, and so much more. Exciting. So exciting. And I think she said the first episode is in August. She did. First Um, episode in August. So look out for that. And we should be back next month, hopefully, um, if both of our schedules work out. Um, Yeah. My schedule's been changing because I'm going back to work and my quarantine is ending. I'm very sad, actually, about that because I accepted quarantine. And I was fine with quarantine. Because I came up with a list of things to do around my house. Because <laughs> I'm a creative person, and I also need to clean out the stuff in my house. Now I have to go back to work. I'm, I'm not that excited about it. And thank you for listening. And you can catch me at TemporaryFix92 on Twitter. Silly Alexander on Facebook. Um, and... Christy? Okay. I'm at Liaison Radio, L-I-A-S-O-N Radio um, on Twitter. I'm also at Creative Fan 15 and Forever in a Day is actually at F-A-A-D Podcast. I know I mentioned that before, but I just want to plug it in. Um, and then you can catch me if you're a Roswell fan on Instagram at Roswell Virtual Party. I'm also at Creative Fan 15 on there. Um, I guess. Oh my gosh, that's it. Oh, but Ladies on Radio has hit over like 900, I think, likes on Facebook. So, that's um, if you want to like our page, it's at Liaison Radio Fans. So it's Facebook.com/slash Liaison Radio Fans. And I know it's been like kind of a long time coming because we've been, but actually just. Actually, on my page, because I just reached a thousand likes. So, yay! Thank you, guys. A thousand likes—that's awesome. Um, I didn't realize that I got a thousand likes until recently, so that's cool. Um, I actually have a thousand, a hundred thirty-three people on page on the liaison radio page on Facebook, which is awesome. So thank you guys. And then there's also one for We Want Steve and Becky on Liaison Radio, which has a little bit less, like a few hundred people. I can't remember. Um, I know. Get to it actually real quick. But um, update on that, um, just real quick. I'm trying to get, I've tried to get Steve on, but I think it comes down to trying to talk to him in person because apparently he doesn't do as much press anymore, or so I've heard. But he he told me once upon a time that he would be willing to come on the radio. So. <sighs> Hopefully. But um, as you may or may not know, Rebecca doesn't really have a publicist. So when I got her on the show that one time she was on and she was sick, and it was like her, but it was her, uh, I actually booked her, like, in person when I went to General Hospital Fan Club weekend. And, like, literally. Like, on the spot. Like, 
on the spot booking. Like I said, hi, like I really want to use on radio. We're having an anniversary show in August and I please get you on. And we booked it like a month ahead of time on the spot. She whipped out her iPhone. She put the reminder on her phone and that was literally how it worked because I don't think Becky has a publicist since Becky's only job is liaison radio. I mean, not liaison radio. <laughs> From hospital. Um, that's, that's it. Like, that's all Becky does. Like, that's her home. She doesn't try out for any other shows. So she doesn't have an agent who books her for anything else. Like, I mean, this is general hospital. It, and then she, of course, did the audio for that, um, for that book series. But, I mean, she really doesn't do anything else in general hospital. So other than reaching out to ABC PR, which I have in the past, said no, like, I don't really have any other options for Becky other than, again, like, try to meet her in person. And since she doesn't really do a lot of fan events anymore, it's, like, difficult. Uh, so I do what I can, but that's kind of where I'm at with Steve and Becky on the show. I am, however, I've compiled a list, and I am trying for other people. So if there's other people who want on the show, access to information that I can try to contact. So please let me know. I've compiled a list of people I already think that you all would want on the show. So I'm working on it. Um, but I'm open to sending out. We've had few likes on different things. So that's always a good thing. Just, um, yeah. Shout out basically to Robert Wilson who did like one of my tweets about being on the show. So just cross your fingers on that. I, I believe me, I've, I've been trying for that. So um, just keep crossing your fingers and praying on that because I don't know if it's going to happen or not. I feel like I've kind of come close and then it just I haven't heard anything like back that says yeah, yeah or nay. So um, yeah, but feel free if you want to tweet Steve or Rob and say hey. Like to see you on the or anybody else for that matter. Help us out. Anybody else too. Feel free to tag them in tweets and be like, "Hey, we would love to see Christy and Celia interview you. You know, if possible." Uh, so hopefully, you know, it'll happen one day. But we just have to uh, take it one day at a time and see what happens. So that's where we're at. But uh, we look forward to doing another show. And uh, we'll probably talk about, maybe we should talk about the Emmys and how that went next time we're on. Yes. Probably. That would be a good time to do that. What time is June, what day is June 26th? I'm going to find out. It's a Friday. It's a, so maybe, maybe on that Saturday we could do a show. Mm-hmm. And June 26th is a Friday. We could do a technically a recap show uh, on Saturday. Yes, I would probably be done with my Roswell thing by 8.30, so we might have to do it at 9 or like 9.30. Yeah, that's fine. So, which is fine, because that kind of ends up, like, even though we shoot for 9 o'clock recording, we do end up kind of going more towards 9.30. 9.30, a little bit earlier sometimes. Yeah. We just kind of depends on our schedule. So we'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, I think that would be a good, good time to, like, go over what happened in the daytime memories and 
again, our highlights from mediation days, and that's what we'll plan on for next time. So, good deal. Good we night. Wrap it up here. And we love you guys, and we thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We love you. See you next month, and talk to you guys soon. Peace out. Peace out. Bye, Christy. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone listening. See you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 